God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have lied to us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oltman. Hey, uh... I think you guys already know that. Can I just stop saying Joe Oltman? I mean, it's like Captain Obvious. He came to watch Conservative Daily, or do you think I have to do that, Mr. Producer? I do it every time. Uh, it helps people distinguish from Joel, which you often Joel. So Hey, Joel! Joe, and then space, <laughs> Oltman. Joe? Oltman. So, so we, have, um, we have an exciting guest this morning. We're going to be talking about quite a bit. Um, we have two, uh, Sophie and Jen, Jen and Sophie, uh, the two red pills, and they're from Utah. And we're going to talk about persecution and what is happening to them in Utah. It's, it's actually unbelievable what they're dealing with. But before we bring them on, many of you have been following this. I, I hope you've been following this. Mr. Producer, there's a video that um, they were supposed to send over to you about the 69-year-old grandma. If, if, we could, if we could play that. Um, it's 54 seconds. Give me one sec. I want you to... So Pam... Pam... Uh, Hemphill. She's 69 years old. She has cancer. She was at the Capitol. She got sentenced to 60 days in jail. Now, let me tell you the significance of being 60 months in, or, or 60 days in jail for someone that has cancer who's 69 years old. You're taking away the very last days that they have. And the judge in this case, his is Judge Royce Lamberth. And we, we happen to have his phone number, and I put it up on my Telegram channel. But I think you should uh, prayerfully consider leaving a message. Because what he did to this woman is an attack on all Americans. She went to the Capitol peacefully to have a redress of grievances for the stolen election. They are doubling down on the fact that the election wasn't stolen and the judiciary is a large part of what we're dealing with in this country. It is a large part of the cancer that we deal with in this country. It can't be trusted. There's no part of the judiciary other than the Supreme Court. And even that is split 6-3. And they said, oh, we'll take care of that too. We'll just stack the Supreme Court. Do we have that video, Mr. Producer? Almost, it's taking a little bit to download for some reason. But I want to tell you that what encouraged me about Pam is that as she was getting ready to walk into uh, the federal prison, 
she, her, her words were pretty powerful. The last words were, God is with me. Let's go ahead and play it. Yes, we have arrived at the Turn it up. Federal Prison for Women. We're here with Pam Hemphill. Mom, how do you feel? You're here. I'm scared to death. I'm, I'm frightened, but I know God's with me. I just got to take it five minutes at a time, one day at a time. Mom, what do you have to say to the American people as your last words before you go in? Just keep your faith that no matter what's going on in your life, God's with us no matter what's happening to us. It's going to be okay in our lives. We just lean on God and trust. Do what's right. Do what's right and, and help make this country better again and support all those that are uh, right now locked up in the January 6th people that are not getting any trials. God bless you all. judge put that woman in prison for 60 days, which she has to serve about 90% of that time. She has cancer. She's on cancer treatments. And this is how they treat Americans who love America. This is how they treat Americans. And you're going to hear from Sophie and Jen about how they're treating Americans in Utah. This is, this is a George Floyd moment. This is. This is a true person that we should prop up and use as a face for what they're doing to Americans. Not some methed out, fentanyled out criminal. This, this is what America should be putting up and saying, this isn't right. This epitomizes what's wrong with the, judici the judiciary. All right, let's go ahead and bring Sophie and Jen in. Sophie and Jen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, Joe. Hey, Joe. Sorry, I had, I had to give Pam a shout out this morning because why? What's the benefit? What's the benefit to doing that to this poor woman? Well, and I think we can all ask that question now. What is going wrong with our government? They've completely forgotten who they were. Yeah, they have. Well, so I, tell I everyone a little bit about you first, and then we'll jump right in it. Because I, I, there are people that, that have not heard from you or don't know uh, kind of your story. So give them a little bit of a, a background on if you would. Okay, I am Jen. This is Sophie next to me. And we got involved in trying to defend Utah against this tyranny that we were seeing. We met each other last year, and we hit the ground running. We both have an insatiable love of freedom and God. And nothing will get in the way of that. We believe in these things that are sold. And we started looking into education. Can you turn, can you put the mic, can, Jen, can you put the mic closer to you? Because we're having trouble hearing you. Uh, we're, we're, it's, okay. Okay, sorry. You're going to look like big bobbleheads, but it's better than them not being able to hear you. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, go ahead. Okay, is this better? It is better. You just gonna have to speak up a little bit. Okay, so Sophie and I, um, we love freedom and God more than anything in truth. I mean, we, we settle for the grave for it, and we mean that wholeheartedly. This is a spiritual battle. We recognize what the, the price um, of not fighting at this crucial time in 
So okay. I don't. I don't know problems. what's happening. Oh, we don't know what's happening with the audio, but it's it's really bad. So we got to figure this out. I don't. Um, and we'll do this in the middle of the show while we're talking because people are saying the audio is bad. Um, is there is there a, a setting on the audio where it's coming through? Do you know where the the mic is coming through? I know they checked this before, but I just want to make sure people can hear you. All right. We're checking it. Oh, whatever you just did. It looks. So it starts out good, and then it, all of a sudden it, it goes to where we can't hear you at all. All right. Oh, um, yeah. Anything but it's doing it again. What's going now? on? What's going on with this, guys? Okay, well, yeah, so they're saying it's coming from your system. Are you on a laptop? Yes, okay. The, the, the problem that, yeah, we, we might end up having you have a call into the phone, right? And just mute. So, if you could do this, maybe you could mute your. Um, mute your audio and then uh, call in the 888-441-1121. Then I can't hear him. Because I want everyone to be able to hear you. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. feedback, cell phones in their area. Uh, yeah, if you actually had cell phones next to your computer, that could be what's doing it as well. Did you have cell phones next to your computer? Okay. We're going to get them back on. Sorry about that. Um, I know that you guys were having trouble hearing it, so we'll just we'll try to work through these um, these audio issues. So that's eight 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 four four one 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 two one. Have them call in, guys. Just get a hold of them if you would. So I'm going to start by telling you a little bit about their story, since um, I, I think it's important for you to to see it. They uh, so you can't even go to a school board meeting there and voice your concern for children. And where they control the output, they control the people that can actually come in and speak. You've seen them do it at countless school board meetings around the country where people are muzzled. They're silenced. In this case, Jen literally stood up and started talking about the fact that they're hurting her children, her children. And what she got for doing that was arrested. She got arrested for standing up for her kids, for speaking. She got arrested for speaking. And the consequences, I believe, are that she could sit, face jail time. So in Utah, you're not allowed to go to a school board meeting as a parent. Speak up for your children and say, listen, I don't, we don't want pornography in our schools. We don't want gender fluidity in our schools. And by the way, guys, this has happened so quickly across the country. They literally came in like a firestorm. And I think that we're in shock. Gender fluidity, uh, pride flags everywhere, taking down the American flag, do not say the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, I, th this is crazy. If you would have told me that this would happen in our education system, if you would have told me this happened in our country, I would have told you there's no way possible this could happen. But yet here we are. We're, we're facing right now a attack in every community. And you would say, Joe, every community? And I would tell you, yes, every community. Even the communities that are not liberal, not consumed by this evil. The school system is still consumed by that evil. And we see it time and time again where they put these books of pornography inside of the schools. 
that they teach gender fluidity and recruit and groom children in first and second and third grade. All designed very easily. And by the way, they don't argue with me. They've never argued with me. Nobody's ever called me up and said, that's not what we're doing. No, they ignore it. They, they sweep it under the rug and they ignore it altogether. And so we, as we start talking through the process of, of, you know, what do we do? It's not like they're telling us they're not doing it. Because they are. But these two are fighting in Utah, and they're just using the weight of the judiciary, lawfare, against them. Do we have them on now? Do we have the video as well that we can match up to it? Okay, now we can see you, and hopefully we can hear you. Let's try it. Great. How does it sound? Sounds way better. Just don't look at the phone. Look at us. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, Joe, can I can I just um, just clarify a few things? Yes. So I was I I was the one. Sophie, oh, you were the one. Who yes. Went yeah. On, yeah. On May fourth of last year, I um, well before this meeting, I was just had I'd had enough of our kids being muzzled and this these tyrannical mandates being imposed upon our children. I have four children, and so does Jen. Anyway, before the school board meeting, about two weeks before, I called Representative Phil Lyman um, because he's an absolute hero and a patriot, and I knew he would help me, and he had had previous success for other local school boards to allow a parent-signed medical exemption, and that's all I wanted. I wanted them to um, uphold our Constitution and allow me to decide what goes in and on my children's bodies. And so I called Phil, and Phil said he would be happy to address this local school board and and speak on the behalf of parents who wanted a medical mask exemption. Um, I felt like I had everything put in place. I, two times prior to the meeting, I had called the school and asked to be put on the list to provide public comment. Both times they told me that there was no room for me, which is very interesting because I, I am pretty darn certain I was the very first parent that contacted them. Anyway, um, I get, I'm getting ready for the school board meeting and um, I'm contacted that they will not allow Phil Lyman to address the school board on the behalf of parents because he was not a patron. Um, my blood was boiling at this point because I felt like I was doing due diligence. I was doing everything legally and um, rightfully within my, my rights. And so I went to the school board meeting. There were, the, out of four people that were allowed to give public comment, three of them were pro-maskers and two of them were on the um, teachers union. They were part of the teachers unions. And, and the way they were um, talking about parents and children who didn't want to wear a mask, there were words being thrown out like, you can't, you can't possibly love others if, you, if your child refuses to wear a mask. Um, you're you're unchristlike. You're uncharitable. All of these things were being thrown out, and the crowd was getting a little more, a little more. Um, they were making their voices heard, and they were they were they were kind of interrupting the speakers as these Marxist leftist tyrannical teachers and one senator that they allowed to speak on the behalf of our kids. 
um, the public comment time was wrapping up and the last speaker was wrapping up and I had just had enough. I felt like I had done everything right to be able to have my voice heard. I had tried to sign up for a public comment. I had tried to have a legislator speak on my behalf for my kids. And so um, it was wrapping up and I, I was at the back of the room. I stood up and I calmly and quietly walked towards the microphone and the podium at the front of the desk, at the front of the room, and I said, I, I never used profanity, I never threatened anyone, I never um, accosted anyone, I never um, raised my voice. I spoke into the microphone and I said, um, how dare you allow um, these people to speak in the name of my children who you all are abusing? Are you serious? Well, at that time, one of the one of the school administrators unplugged the microphone and so my words were kind of lost um right after i approached the microphone and said those things a couple of parents came towards the front of the room in show of support for me they never hurt anyone they never like i said they never used profanity they did all the same things i did and didn't do um at that time the the school board um a call to adjourn the meeting and they they all they all walked off of that podium and off the stage and left their seats well i'm familiar with robert's rules and so i you because there was sheer pandemonium in that room no one could hear that they had adjourned the meeting so parents who were just frustrated and done with this tyranny we couldn't take another second of it really um we, we took the seats, um, several of us took the seats that the school board members had left, and, um, and we, we proceeded to vote in our, our new school board. And because we didn't hear them adjourn, we thought it was all legit, and I was looking forward to serve on the Granite School District School Board. And we, we nominated parents, and we nominated a president. I think I was president. I'm not quite sure. I, so much has gone on. Anyway, come to find out, and, and let me just say this, the, the four police officers that were in that room that entire time, all I ever got from them was a reassuring glance, a nod. There was never, ever, an, even an, an instant that they tried to stop us parents. They just sat there and let us do our thing, and we felt they were in support of us. Anyway, um, they probably they were in support of you. They probably were in support they, of you. I, I think they were. If they're a parent, if they're a parent, the, how could they not be in support of us? Um, so I went home. Um, you know, my family was a little bit mystified by the, 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 the actions that were taken that night, but pretty excited. I've got to say my kids were thrilled of the prospect that a new school board had been implemented, installed, and they would not have to wear a mask the next day to school. And let me just say, Joe, the reason we were so pumped up that night is because the state of Utah that day, that that, that day, they, the state of Utah had gotten rid of the mask mandate statewide. And so, of course, as parents, we thought, well, the, the schools will follow suit. I mean, you know, they're all tyrants, but at least if the state and the legislators is repealing the mask mandate, of course our schools will. Well, Granite School District refused to repeal the mask mandate for those last two weeks of school. That's why we were all kind of at that boiling point as well. 
anyway, um, it made national news. It went crazy. Um, uh, several several weeks later, I'm at home, and I have a police chief come to my door and serve me. That and and I was charged with a criminal offense. Um, and what they charged me with is disrupting a public meeting. Well, wait, hold on. They now, said the meeting was adjourned. Thank you. Thank they said you. the meeting and was adjourned. Our, yes. I mean, yes. come on. That is, that is what we're fighting. They are saying that I use my, my 1A right to before the meeting was adjourned because so? I spoke out of turn Doesn't matter. before the meeting was adjourned. Doesn't matter. That's not Thank a crime. You. That's not a crime. And, and here's the other thing that your attorney should do. Your attorney should file a lawsuit against each one of them individually for slander, for defamation, right? They should go after individually the DA. They should name them as well in a separate civil suit. This is the lawfare that has to happen. You want to see lawfare? Make them have to... Look, the things that we're, we talked about last night, we had an FEC meeting last night, and I got tired of looking at people sitting in rows. So I made everybody sit in a circle... And I was going to talk about what we do, and I was like, nope, we're going to pass, we're going to pass the mic around. Everyone's going to introduce themselves to everyone in the group, right, so that we can start doing things collectively to, 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 to be done with all of this. And then I was like, hey, the next thing we do is complete guerrilla warfare, complete. And that includes Joe? lawsuits and things like that. Yeah, go ahead. Joe, so I, so my pre-trial hearing is, well, actually, we had our pre-trial hearing. My jury trial begins September 2nd. If you would like to join me and show support for me, I would love for you to come down to Utah when is during it? that time. It is September 2nd. I might have to make our way down there. We might actually have to get a bunch of people that watch Conservative Daily to show up for the pre-trial. By the thousands. Can you imagine? Throw it by the thousands. And if they want to see a 1A display in a courtroom, I'm sure we could give it to them, couldn't we? I think we could. And, and Joe, just so you know, you know, you were talking about how our judicial system is just, it's just, it's just done. It's just done. They're all against us. In my, in my previous um, tr uh, hearing, the judge said to me, he said, you know what? You didn't have to stand up there and use your voice and, and talk about these things. You could have used a sign. You could have held a rally. You didn't have to interrupt a meeting with your speech. And yes, I was you did. Lord. Yes, you did. I mean, what is the what is the Constitution for if it doesn't protect our speech? You know, you know, I I am. <laughs> I want to like scream. I want to scream from the highest building. Like, how can people not see this? How can they not see it? How can they not see well, the irony of it? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Jen. Joe, and this is not the only thing that's happened here in Utah. I mean, Sophie's case is horrific. We also had Davis School District, who's just north of the Capitol, had a gentleman show up using the school board's own organizational chart that showed that the citizens of David County were over the Board of Education, um, the school board, right? He used that very calmly and peacefully to say, look, we... We are over you. You don't have a right to make these decisions for you. He, in turn, was served with trespass notice from the school and was 
served by a policeman and uh, charged with trespassing when he dropped his kid off at school shortly thereafter. In other words, even a year later, he has a, a trespass um, charge against him, and he is not allowed on any school property indefinitely. There is no expiration to that charge. We had another group in Alpine, which is in Provo, uh, south of Salt Lake City, who the parents uh, went to a school board meeting and were locked out of the meeting, and the sprinklers were turned on them. This is what we're facing here in Utah. It's not okay. No, it's it's not only it's not okay, it's, it's un-American. It's completely un-American. It's illegal. We, uh, I mean... L- Look, there's a guy, this Dan Rubenstein guy out of Mesa, you know, the one that's persecuting uh, Tina Peters, not prosecuting, persecuting Tina Peters and being the henchman for Jenna Griswold. He let a man go on probation that had 27 pounds of fentanyl. 27 pounds of fentanyl, and he let him off on probation. 27 pounds. Enough to kill a half a million people he had in his possession. 27 pounds. A half a million people could have died because of that 27, 000, 27 pounds. And he let him go. But persecuting Tina Peters for standing up for the American people. I don't know what to say about it other than I'm pissed. I'm mad. Well, you, use that anger to come and, come and stand with me. I will do but that. But, Joe, we're seeing, we're seeing the exact same thing across the board, not just in education. Sophie and I are very active in elections. And... Um, you know, you. I think you're aware of our story where when we have both requested election data across the whole state of Utah, and we got met by our lieutenant governor, who, by the way, this is really important. In Utah, we are the only mainland state that does not have a secretary of state. That was changed in 1975 starting. That's when it started. So what's important about that is that the lieutenant governor runs on the same ticket as the governor. And the lieutenant governor runs the election. So they run as a set, but they're over elections. And you can understand how dangerous that is uh, to, to, to our state, right? Just a slight conflict of interest. I mean, it's not really a conflict of interest. I mean, you know, it could be a conflict of interest, I guess. We're going to take a quick well, break, and we're going to take a quick break. So hold that thought. Quick break and play this quick commercial from one of our sponsors. Go ahead and play it. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get CD one free 21. offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. All right. Welcome back. Sorry, I had to give Mike a shout-out. We, we know that he got canceled by Walmart. Go ahead and turn the mic up back up, please, if you would, Mr. Producer. He got canceled by Walmart. He, he's been canceled by all these big boxes that seem to go out of business. So I'm, I'm hoping that maybe that might be a trend for Walmart, too. They might, that God's wrath may come down on them, and, and they may see the, the wickedness of their ways. 
But go ahead, back to you. Uh, Jen, what were you saying before we went to commercial break? I just wanted to say really quickly, Mike is the most generous, kind-hearted patriot you can ever meet. Yeah, he is. Yes, no, good no man. Uh, so we were talking about how this this school board issue is kind of a reflection of the government that we have right now. We have uh, Spencer Cox running as you know, our governor right now, and he ran his own election thanks to a law in 2013 that was passed in Utah, which was the same year he was selected, never elected. He was appointed to that position in 2013 without the vote of the people. And a law was passed that in, in a state of emergency a.k.a. COVID, in the future, the lieutenant governor has the power to do whatever they need to run, their, to run the elections, and that includes running his own. He, uh, we can't find people who really voted for him, but he, you know, he's running this, and he has actually made threats against the citizens and the legislators here if they are looking into election data. He says they are, quote, playing a very dangerous game. So when Sophie and I asked for this election data for all 29 counties, Within an hour or two, the lieutenant governor is notifying a reporter, giving out my private information. They're talking about how they think I have it illegally and that this is a, this is a problem for them. And, you know, it ends up being that two men show up on my doorstep um, less than 24 to 48 hours later posing as pest control. Um, it's a snowy day in Utah. There is no need for two men. I mean, the only time you can see two people together here is if they're missionaries, you know, or a set of scorpions. And they're, yeah, missionaries are everywhere. Come in they're, pair. they're everywhere. You're in Utah. <laughs> well, they were definitely not missionaries. They hung around by my internet box for a little bit of time there. But, I mean, these threats are very real. We've been surveilled. My car has had trackers on it. We've been followed. Um, we've had my neighbors question. Uh, Sophie's had um, her daughter followed in a car with Watch Your Back written on it. And where they circled to her house literally five times we have on camera um, for all these types of things. I mean, it just continues. I mean, not, not too long ago, my hotel room was uh, literally broken into. Thank goodness security found that. So y you got to take these threats real that are coming from these Utah officials. And it's because they're afraid of what we're going to find in this data. Yeah, so, so there's, there's a lot of that. And we have, some, we have some screenshots of things that you sent over. I think so. Let's 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 go to that. Why, why don't you uh, kind of drive and tell us what we want to show first? Um, you you've dove into elections. I mean, that's the big thing that you're doing in Utah right now. Obviously, children are still the top priority for you, and making sure that we can protect our children. But you're starting to recognize, as most people across the country, that we have to work the problem. And the problem is is that we've had stolen elections. They've stolen the voice of the American people, right? And they've done so with impunity. And they've done it at every level: school boards, all the way up to obviously the office of president. But there's, wh where do we want to start on this? Where, where do we want to start on this? Do we want to start on the appeal? Um, Letter? Yeah, we can yeah. talk about our love. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. I want to really quickly read one of our sponsors in, our last sponsor, which is Axos Bank. Um, you know, that, so I'm excited about to have found a bank, Axos Bank, that's open. It opened on Independence Day 2000. Um, they're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American traditions. Take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate, and that's a big one. Listeners can get a $150 bonus if you open by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in the freedom to do business without compromising our values. Um, go to axosbank.com slash daily for details, for full details. That's axosbank.com slash daily. And for that cash bonus... 
You only need a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Access Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us, all of us. AccessBank.com slash daily. Go check them out. So this is the grandma appeal. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, we have two grandma appeals actually going on. Um, we, I was charged almost $100,000 for just a few thousand emails from Salt Lake County. Um, we, I was able to prove that those were illegal rates, that it was extortion that they were doing. Um, the rates should have been closer to $4,000. Uh, we took this to the state records committee who awarded me access to the data at no cost because of the publicity and the broadcasting and interviews that we do. Um, Salt Lake County in turn sued me to deny me access to those records and, um, and the money. I mean, it, it's crazy that they go against their own state thing at this point. And, and, these, and these communications are all about the machines that were used in the 2020 election. So we have to ask ourselves, what are they hiding and what are they so afraid of to, give, to be transparent? Exactly. So, so, they, we, so let's go through this letter really quick. I just wanted to take apart. The original estimate was how much? It was uh, close to $97,000. Okay. So there's a, a revised assessment on page two, Mr. Producer. So it went from $97,000. It went down to, therefore, the estimated, the revised estimate for this request is $2,661. Is that right? Yes, for that portion of the request. They broke it into pieces, but yes, that is correct. Okay, and then the next piece was $3,300. It was a 90%, 90% overage. Yeah. I mean, this is... And what's interesting is Sophie was charged uh, by the same agency $1,600 for the same number of emails. So it tells you that it was the content that they were protecting and extorting. I mean, again, they were saying, you have to pay this $97,000 up front in full before we will do anything. And when I inquired if there would be a refund, because they never told me how many emails there were, they said they never ran a, they never ran a report. So in other words, they didn't even know what they were selling me, but I couldn't get a refund and I had to pay it and I had no other recourse. But Sophie's were $1,600 for the, a similar request. So, so this request was uh, approximately 6,000, 7,000 after revised? About four thousand, maybe okay. maybe four to five thousand dollars. Yes, it's just this continual pattern and, and cycle of of us requesting data for the twenty twenty election, and these officials either trying to extort us or scare us by these these exorbitant amounts. So we'll just go away, and they just don't know that we won't go away, and so they don't really know what to do with us anymore. Okay, well, our so, lieutenant governor has yeah. sent the FBI after canvassers. I believe that is probably what happened with the pest control on my porch. That is what a, a private investigator who looked into it said. We have the director of elections for the state in writing. We have the documents where he is sending the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, and the Department of Public Safety after a man who in March of 2020, just you know, prior to the presidential election, was giving them evidence and asking questions about the vulnerability of Dominion machines. And they were talking about Dominion machines being vulnerable all the way back to 2017, saying that they're, they, somebody walked in and hacked them right in front of them. Boom. And then you had, obviously, yeah. Eric Coomer. Don't worry about Trump. He's not going to win. I made effing sure of it. Oh, but he wasn't on that call. He just coincidentally just posted the Antifa manifesto. Oh, it just it coincidentally is anti-American, anti-police, and, and has this rhetoric of being just a left-wing nut job. Oh, 
And then he ran into a building and he lied about that. Not once, twice, three times. No, four times. Oh, and then his lawyers show up to negotiate on the side of the, the, the thing about him getting him out of a felony. I, I don't know. It just seems coincidental to me. Is it coincidental? It's all coincidence. It's so, it's so coincidental. And just really quick, Joe, um, Jen and I have over 30,000 documents, 30,000 pages of documents, all about the different angles and ways that our 2020 elections were stolen. And I want you to know that there are several Eric Toomer um, communications in those documents. What? Whoa, whoa, yes. whoa, 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 whoa. Surprise. That was... That was our little surprise for you. You think we're just two little moms, but we actually have a whole war what? chest. What? And you growing. have communication of them talking to Eric Coomer at Dominion Voting Systems. All right, so how much mm -hmm. do I have to pay you for that records request? I need that information. <laughs> Quit hiding this stuff from me. Okay, We'll so get it to you. Oh, my gosh. So you have communication between Eric Coomer who's the director of strategy and security for Dominion Voting Systems. And who are they, who are they yeah. between? And the Secretary um, of State? Let's just say um, their, their communications um, to legis different legislators. Um, what? Different three letters. Yes. Um, and FISA, um, DPS, FBI. Um, no, he didn't talk to the FBI. Coomer did? There, there were there were communications sent to Coomer to do certain things before the 2020 election. We also have documents from David Becker as well communicating with all of the states. All right, let so, me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I'm just going to ask you a question. 50% of the votes of the American people is what Dominion represents. That's about, that's about 100 million people now. I mean, it would be 80 million, but I digress. They, they added another 50 million over the last two years. We grew 50 million more people in our country that can vote. Okay, but so 100, and there's, and Eric Coomer is a Swiss Army knife. He's answering the call of media. He is sending stuff back and forth to CISA and to people inside of Utah and to all these agencies. Um, he's outselling the product. What, what, is that, what does that remind you of? Satan. Well, uh, I mean, that's, he has a picture of the, the made by the guy that is, you know, the Church of Satan's <laughs> favorite artist. So it's not too far from it. Right? Although he's going to get mad at me now. He's probably sitting by his computer watching me. He loves to watch me, by the way. Hi, Eric. How you doing? Uh, but it reminds me of what a criminal enterprise would do. Keep it close to the vest. Mm -hmm. Have one person do all of these different things. That way you have plausible deniability and you can kind of soak in all the information. Joe, did you know that um, our the cyber the entire cybersecurity um, of our 2020 elections were turned over to one man, David Becker? What? David Becker. We have the document. We have CISA, um, DPS, all of them. All of them turned over our 2020 election cybersecurity to David Becker. He single-handedly educated and um, ran cybersecurity for our 2020 election. Yep. Oh, boy.
So I think this is part of the reason when when, when Sophie and I are, are getting all these public records and requesting them for not just our state, but, you know, other organizations, I think that kind of explains why they feel so threatened and why we're getting treated the way that we really are. Um, I mean, it's not just election data. They are trying to stop us from all public records. You know, Spencer Cox has never, ever turned in um, a response to an email. Apparently, he doesn't use email, but he sure gets a lot, which we find anywhere else except for through his office. Sophie's tried over 30 times to get an email from him, and even when we have proof that one exists, they're not giving it to us through public records. So public records are crucial in this whole battle to see what's going on, and that's the fight we've taken, and that's why we've gotten the response we have in this in this fight. Yeah, yeah, and to Jen's point, you know, we, we started the show talking about COVID and the tyrannical mandates that COVID brought, but in these documents, um, we have Kiana F. Johnson, Mark Solomon, David Becker talking to each other in internal memos, and they say, and it's pretty much a direct quote, they say, hey, before we put out this press statement about the CTCL grants, let's be careful because we need to make sure to frame this around COVID. That's a quote. Frame it around COVID. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, again, tying, tying the election and the COVID to the, the whole election scam. This is all about the elections and how to get their people in to run this country into the ground. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and by and, the way, we predicted it, right? Didn't we predict this back mm-hmm. in January of 2021? We said that they were going to do everything they could to destroy the American dream. And what has happened? It's, it's not a self-fulfilled prophecy. It's what they have actually planned to do to our country. Rolled back everything that Trump did in order to give minorities more access to opportunities. Rolled back the ability to keep our borders safe. Rolled back the opportunity for diabetics. I want to, I want to say this very clearly. I don't know if you guys have any friends that are diabetic or children that are diabetic. But President Trump signed something in the law that made diabetes medicine basically a fraction of a dollar. It was $30, or, or, excuse me, $90 a month. It shot right back up to $1,500 a month because Biden rolled that back, hurting all the diabetics in this country. So everything that they've done has been to hurt the American people. Absolutely. And some of the documents that Sophie and I and, and the history that we have been researching shows this plan, at least in Utah, goes back 40, 50 years. We have proof of this collusion starting way back then they've been very patient but they're right on schedule yeah it's it's our belief that the whole um hanging chad debacle they created a problem so they could come in with the solution and that's when the machines came in and we have thousands and thousands of pages of the the backdoor deals the communications the contracts the kickbacks that were received by these vendors for these machines. Uh, when we look at these things, the EAC, ESNS, Dominion, Civic, Heart, all of them, they are the major players that they, they stole our elections from us. And it was a diabolical many-year plan in the making. Yeah, in collusion with the EAC. I mean, that's a federal agency. This is a big problem. Okay, I, I gotta I gotta go through this because I'm just seeing this text message. Mr. Producer, put up this. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet. Maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're 
for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. This is a uh, unredacted text message. I want, I want you to walk through this with me because, first of all, what is this how did you get this text message? The one from the lieutenant governor? Yeah. <laughs> Public records. They they sent me, I asked for private um, communications with the reporter because I, I never put together that the man on my porch was linked to my request for election data. It took a few days until this, the reporter reached out, and then I'm like, wait a minute, I, I've triggered something here. So I requested the private and public cell phone uh, communications between this reporter and our lieutenant governor, and it took a few a few months to take it through the appeals process, but I ended up getting all the information and all of it redacted. So we, we see uh, very clearly that they're working together. So this is a uh, someone that is a journalist because we have journalist problems here. We have a we have a, uh, a we call it, we call it cousin it. We have a a man that dresses up like a woman. I, I'm sorry, but uh, the, it's a mental illness um, that changed uh, what it gets called from a from Sean to to Heidi. I I call it Sean because that's that's his name. But and I'm sorry, I put you in the middle of all that. <laughs> but we have our problems no. with those people here, right? It, we have those those journalists that that have a crush on me and others that that uh, write bad things all the time. So it's not it's not uh, it's it, this does not surprise me. But let's let's go ahead and read some of this. So this is between the lieutenant governor and who? The lieutenant governor is in the blue, and it's a a, a a known, admitted communist reporter for the Salt Lake Tribune. His name is Brian Schott. His initials are BS which is very appropriate, <laughs> and um, he is not an investigative journalist. He might be a journalist, but we're not going to say investigative. He gets a lot of stuff wrong. But anyway, yeah, they're talking between each other, and they're saying, is this something we can get? And if you keep scrolling down, this is me asking for the, some of the election data for the Project Backup database. All right, so the, so the lieutenant governor, governor is in blue. So I'm going to do some quick scrolling here for you. We'll right. make all of this stuff available uh, for you as well, but... Um, so he sends to this the the communist the BS communist journalist. Um, whoa, you sent your records request, and yeah. So you can see at the beginning that was my public records request. It is against the law for them to give out my private information. Like that information is protected by law when I make a public records request. My request is public, but my contact information is not. The but public. they gave it to him anyway. They gave they it to him right there, right. and he's saying, "Is this something they can get?" You know, and she's like, not legally. Now, what it says underneath this one says, I think it's um, Mike Lindell. Ah, who wants this? I won't say where I got it. Having my InfoSec guy look in, look at it. An InfoSec guy. Hold on a second. Does anybody, does everybody know? Take this down for a minute. Does everybody know what InfoSec is? Do you know what InfoSec is? It, it's no. like, uh, it's it, 
it's like your guys that dig into and try to destroy people, right? They 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 gather information under Yeah. So okay, so let's keep going here. Thanks. I was just going so through my email. Joe, okay. Joe really yeah. quick. That what's funny about that is when when Sophie and I spoke at the event in Las Vegas this week with Sheriff Mack, one of the things I said was that I have proof that the lieutenant governor gave this reporter my information to do a hit piece on me. He publicized uh, all over social media that he said his quote was Jen Orton lied about this. And it's funny because I'm like, no, this is this is you're trying to do a hit piece and you're trying to cover up that she gave it to you. Oh, I'm gonna do. Hey guys, give me all. What's his last name? Brian. What? Shot. We got a whole new platform that we launched. We're going after journalists. We're going after. Everything in there, the deal. I, I'm going after people. The stuff that we've been able to collect on on Sean Beadle has been unbelievable, and I've just held on to it. Like, hey, Mr. Producer, am I right? Am I? Right? I'm right. So we want a little bit of fun with this Brian Shot guy. We're gonna have a little bit of fun with him. He is fun to play with. He oh. is fun. Well, he I don't think he's fun to play every with. Time. But I, I, it's like the second, the second Jen and I do anything or Phil, Phil Lyman. He he writes. He either writes an article, he tweets oh, yeah. about it, or or shows up. It's amazing. Like he's obsessed with us. Hey, bring bring up cousin. It's text message or excuse me, Twitter deal if you would, <laughs> uh, Mister Producer. Look look up uh, Beatles handle. It, it's under Heidi Beetle because he doesn't want to be known by his real name. But he wrote this thing that but I Joe, called out all the. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was say, if you go back to those text messages, it's hilarious because they're actually saying. How the hell did she know what to ask for? I mean, they're uh, in a full-blown tailspin. Okay, so let's let's go back to the text message, if we would, Mr. Producer. I'm asking you to do like 10 things at once. First of all, get me all the information <laughs> on this Brian Shot guy, this BS guy, because I want to literally make him want to stand in the middle of the street with a bottle of vodka. And I don't drink, so, I mean, it would be nice to see him kind of, you know. And, and I'm not saying I want him to get hurt. I just want him to, you know, do something stupid because that's what, evil people do is they do stupid stuff he does that every day okay so and yes i'm going to talk about the comments right now yes i can have a little fun with someone so i'm going to have a little fun with this guy okay i'm doing it (laughs) good all right so let's let's go back to the text messages again because this is crazy so we'll go on to page two it says, thanks, I was going to go through my emails today and saw that I was lit up with these. My office is providing guidance on response, and I thought you would be of interest to you. That was from the lieutenant governor. Well, it established yeah, a And that's important, Joe. Joe, that's important because the lieutenant governor threatened every county that if they gave us this data, she would sue them. And if they didn't deny us fast enough, she would still sue them. So she is admitting right there that she has crafted a response that all counties must use. And that response said... That is a violation of Utah law to give me this. And Joe, and Joe, these are for the ballot images, the tabulator tapes, the CVR report, and the project backup database. Well, that's what oh. we asked for. But yes, this one right here was triggered by the database. So, but this says, yeah. well, let I me mean, go back to this. Well, it established 100% link between the Canvas people and the initiative guys, and Utah Freedom Coalition is all sorts of militia. This is bonkers. This period is period bonkers, period. And he says, Utah law, or she says, excuse me, the lieutenant governor, Utah law requires all elections material to be sealed for 22 months and then destroyed without opening or examining them. That's not true. Is that true? That is not true. And she later (laughs) had to redact that in a statement memo that says, well, in my opinion, this is how it is. When when I wrote an appeal back with like 12 or 14 points of law on how she was wrong, the counties 
went to the lieutenant governor and said, look, you told us to deny this person. She wrote back and said, all this stuff that we can't refute, what do we do? And she left them hanging. Yeah, In so other words, she, she withdrew all of her support from that moment on to the county. So that is the guidance I'll be giving the clerks for the response for these grammar requests. And then it goes, this bonkers it completely is how the lieutenant governor answers. And then, and then it says, how the hell would they even know what they're looking for? And then she answers, my guess is they've gotten some info somewhere illegally and just need to justify having it and obtaining it in a legal manner. My guy says this is the same stuff blank in Colorado claims was deleted. Who in Colorado? Tina Peters. It ah. says Tina Peters. My guy said this is the same. This is a cabal. We're actually uncovering RICO here. This is a RICO violation. Yep. Yep. Are they running Dominion machines? The only Dominion machines are in Salt Lake County. Everyone else uses a different system. Okay, Kane County too. Yo, because that's not the only county that uses Dominion. Possibly others, but those are specific emails I'm seeing right now. And then, then BS responds, the uh, number one bullshit guy. It makes a ton of sense... The blank crowd is part of this. I wonder if that's Tina I Peters. My, I wonder if my name Tina made Peters. it anywhere in this. Did you Did you get the Tina Peters? Does it actually say Tina Peters? Yeah, they, I got them. I got them unredacted. Okay, so thanks for the tip. I'm going to dig some more. If you need any other weird stuff like this, please send it my way. It says, hey, sorry. So this, by the way, if you want to go back, he. This is how you weaponize things. Comes back and says. Um, hey, sorry, just to clarify, my Kane County, too. I meant Kane County also got the grandma request. Not that they use Dominion. Uh -huh. SL County is the only Dominion user. Yes. Also, these people making the request do not live in Utah. They're using their mother's address. Is that true? That is not true, by the way. He's a terrible investigative reporter. <laughs> I live right His info sack is really good. <laughs> Information sack is so good. All right. Um, and, and then the Lieutenant Governor says, that's weird. This is a nationwide effort, blank and blank crowd. What, what's that? Tina Peters and Mike Lindell. Oh, wow. And so they're, they're attacking Tina Peters. They're attacking people around Tina Peters with impunity, right? So they gave yes, up your and information. This was months ago. This was, these text messages are from months ago. They were from yeah. December 8th, which was the exact same day I made the public records request. Two days later, I had men on my porch digging into my internet box, seeing what kind of data I, you know, I, I had somebody come and look at this, and they they said your your logs have been deleted. My cursor moved across the screen, and they were uploading um, something to iCloud. My whole computer image is what I guess was being uploaded when I came in the room. I was like, what the hey is going on? I couldn't stop it. Um, anyway, so yeah, and this is at the same time, and this is really important as too. All this is going on the work week of beginning December eighth. On December 16th, um, Spencer Cox, our governor, put a statement out saying citizens who question election integrity are playing a very dangerous game. That is a threat that was taken as a threat, and everything else I've experienced after that, and Sophie as well, shows that they are not joking about this being a threat. Well, I can tell you what. They, they came to my house early on. They came to my house early on with guns. They came to my house early on and threatened my family. And then it stopped because I, I think they were afraid that I was literally going to do something. So please tell me that you, that you keep, that you have protection around you. 
I have the highest level of protection in, in many areas, but the highest is God. And I'm telling you, he has warned me a few times about what they're about to do in dreams and, and revelation and other things like that. And I'm telling you, he, he's, he is with us and we are not afraid. Okay, I don't want you to be afraid. I also want you to be prepared. So I, I believe that God has brought stuff like uh, the Boy Scouts out for a reason because Boy Scouts says that <laughs> well, when it was the Boy Scouts, they got rid of that too. They've attacked everything, every institution of, of goodness in this nation they've attacked. But be prepared is, is something that I think that everyone needs to push towards. We talked about it last night. Make sure you have food. Make sure you have weapons. Make sure you have the ability to protect your family. Well, we're, we're out of time, but I want to give you guys the last word, and then I want to pray for you if I can, and we'll have you on again because there's much more that I want to go through, and for those that are listening, we'll drop a bunch of this stuff inside of the comments, and Mr. Producer, can we make the link available? Can we? Can you Can you make the link available to some of the stuff? Make a, I'll have to make a link there. I can't drop documents in there. Okay, we can make a link that gives people access to this part of the Dropbox? Okay, we'll do that. Last comment to you. Yes. So um, if anyone's interested in learning more or supporting us or following what we're doing, like I said, we've got 30,000 pages of documents that blow our elections out of the, the water. Um, we're at tworedpills.org and two is spelled out. And our channel. And our channel on Telegram is Two Red Pills as well. And Truth Social. So yes, if they want to follow there, we've got some stuff. We are getting ready to drop most of this information. It's going to get wild in the next month or so. Now, have you opened up an account on Frank Social yet? Yeah, just okay. barely. All right, yeah. So you got to get on to Frank Social too. Want to support Mike Lindell? Um, but I, yep. I'd like to, I'd like to pray for you, and I, and I I want some more information on uh, the the BS um, writer. I want to have yeah, fun. Yeah. I want to have fun with that guy. I, I want him He's, to text about me. I want him to think about me at night. I want to live rent free in his head. That's what I want. He will. As of now, once this airs, you will live rent free in his. Head. It is so fun to mess with him. He, everybody here calls him a piece of shot. Piece of shot. <laughs> <laughs> the BS shot. <laughs> we were like, never trust a reporter with the initials BS. I mean, yeah. like, that's your first first rule of law, right there. Hey, you know, he'll just change his name. He'll change his initials or something and, and make it something else and then, you know, wear a kilt and call it a skirt and, and then call himself a woman. <laughs> I'm just saying that how this progression yeah, happens. Yeah. His, his title on Twitter says he's a 2001st mule, so I hope when they all get arrested, he goes with them. He's a 2001st mule? I, so listen, I would not brag about that stuff because more Americans are really pissed off to the point. These, mm -hmm. these guys don't seem to understand. When people get to the mm -hmm. point where it's not the people that have nothing to lose that you have to worry about, it's the people that have everything to lose you better watch out for. And I think we're getting to that point now. We saw it last night. We've seen it countless times that I've gone in. We have this plan to go to 100 cities over 100 days um, that we're pushing out here very shortly. Um, that is the plan, the lesser magistrate plan. Is it how do we become the lesser magistrates and how do we take back our communities? Not one by one, but all together at the same time we stand up. We use our intermediaries to get people in the community to say, enough is enough. And so those 2,000 mules and the people like that that are standing out there and mocking the American people, better watch out. God has a funny way of making things go full circle. Absolutely. All right, let me pray for you. Can I pray for you? All right. Please, please do. We need it. Father God, we are so grateful for you. We are so grateful for the opportunities that we have and have enjoyed in this nation. 
We are so grateful for the blessings that you've poured out on this nation for so long. We are grateful for the Founding Fathers. We are grateful for the leadership of those people who do stand up. Father, we are, we are grateful for Jen and Sophie. We're grateful for their courage. We're grateful for their desire to seek truth and to make sure that they are ambassadors of truth. We are grateful for their courage. We are grateful for their commitment. We are grateful for their selfless desire and ambition to serve you, Father. Father, I ask you to please just put a hedge of protection around Sophie and, and Jen and their family, their children, their spouses, their extended family, their friends, their neighbors, that you, that you guard them from the evil that is in our society. Father, I, I ask these bold blessings of, of being able to just give the ability for Jen and Sophie to get the things done that need to get done and to remove the obstacles. That when they file open records requests, when they file the things, when they get information, I would just ask you to open up those avenues so the people can hear what needs to be heard and that they can, they can embrace truth and reject the lies that have been told to us for so long. Father, please bless them. Bless, bless Jen and Sophie as they go out. Bless the people around them that are working on this as well. Bless them that they may, be, that they may have that protection, but they all must, must, may also have the wisdom to be able to push forward with patience, to treat people well, to have humility when necessary, to lead when necessary, and to submit when necessary, and to build relationships and unity with others around the nation. Help them to be patient with those that, frankly, we all need patience with. There are groups, there are people, there are, there are others that just, that, that it's like oil and water. I would just ask you to remove the oil and water and just allow people to stand together in unity, to get rid of divisiveness or anything that would divide our mission for concentrating on you, Father. Please help us that we may stand together as one and do your work. Father, I would just ask you to, to bless them and bless Mike Lindell and Tina Peters and Sharona Bishop and, and all the others that are working to free up our nation and to bring us back to the constitutional integrity, the true north of our nation. I ask all these things, Father, all of these things boldly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much Beautiful. for that. Well, I tell you what, I'm I'm so I'm grateful for the work that you've done. I, you know, I, I I I stand up, right? And and frankly, I'm I like a good fight. I mean, people say that they're like, Joe, you you you'll throw down out in the parking lot. Yep, I've even offered Eric Coomer to go meet me in the parking lot somewhere. I'll get down to my boxers so he knows I don't have anything, and we'll just go to it. I've even said I'd call Dana White, didn't I? I called Dana White and say, look, get an MMA fight going. We'll just settle it like men. The reason why I say that is because it's women that, like you two, that have made this fight possible. There are many men that just sit back on their hands and say, look, I got to go to work. I got to be the provider. So if it wasn't for the women in this country that stand up, we would have no chance. This country would already be gone. So I'm, I'm eternally grateful for the work that you've done and for the commitment you've made to those around you unselfishly, regardless of what they say about you. So thank you. And God bless you. Thank you. And I just want to say really quick, we are so grateful to our husbands who go to work and support us, not just financially, but in this battle. Our husbands are just as big a heroes in this movement as the rest. Well, I want to meet them. So hopefully I get a chance to at some point. 
come to Utah. Yeah, I'm coming, September I'm coming 2nd, to Utah. You can meet him. <laughs> well, I'll come. I'll come September second, but I'm also going to Utah several times um, for this hundred this hundred day plan. That I that I finally have gotten people to stand up and say, "Okay, Joe, I'll do it." Even the guys that are out there say, "Let's go, get in the gap." They're like, "Joe, that's a big gap." <laughs> and I'm like, "Listen, bold times take bold action. We we have to be bold." So that's the thing. Well, we've got a lot of support across the state that we are happy to to support you when you come here with with our our group as well. All right. Well, God bless you. I'll be in I'll be in contact. Thank you. Sophie and Jen. Well, you know, it, it's, it's always great to have patriots that are here, patriots that are standing up and doing the right thing and standing in the gap. It, it gives you hope, right? And every day, you know, my trainer this morning, so I have a personal trainer who had to get my COVID-30 off, and I want to give a shout-out to her. Uh, her name is Val. And she came this morning. She goes, look, you know, it's just everything just feels out of balance. And I said, when things feel out of balance and you're having a bad day, I want to tell you something. Like yesterday, I got really fired up because they did this thing in New York City. And all we keep getting hit and attacked and hit and attacked. But you have to have the difficult. You have to have difficult situations. You're on the path. Imagine if everything was perfect. Imagine if we didn't have to fight hard. It would not be important enough to us to fight for. It wouldn't be important enough. Oh, we could just solve it. Election was stolen. If it was easy, would it be worth it? Because as easy as it is to fix, it'll be, it, it'll be is that easy for them to redo it again. Oh, that didn't work. Let's try something else. It's supposed to be hard. We've spent decades not concentrating on the things that held our communities and hold our society together. We've let evil do this. Did you think it was going to be hard? You had a field, right? The field is something that used to bear fruit. All of a sudden, it has weeds everywhere. It's killed everything on that field. Do you think those weeds are going to go peacefully? Anybody have any weeds in their garden that are like five feet tall, and you go down to pull it out, and you literally have to get a shovel? That's what we're dealing with right now. So when you walk around, and you, you kvetch, and you complain, all you're doing is feeding the beast of the evil. So I'm telling you that sometimes that path is going to be dim, but there's still a light. There's a light at the end of that path. Follow the light. Stay on the path. Know that you're sure-footed. Find others around you you can unite with. Set aside petty differences. Stop complaining about what's happening in your life. And look, I, and, and my trainer's awesome. I mean, I hate her because... She comes over and she's like, you have to do this and do that. I'm a king of planks, by the way, now, for those of you that don't know. Planking is really good for your body, I guess. Um, but I hate it. But I want to tell her and I want to tell the rest of you something very simple. Everyone always told me in business, you're so lucky. Joe, you're so lucky. What's the, what's the secret? The secret is hard work, plowing the field. You know why farmers are just have such great character? You know why that they have such humility? It's really simple. Because every day they do an honest day's work. And when you do honest day's work, it doesn't feel like work. When you wake up with the determination to be successful that day, you want to make sure that day meant something. 
You want to be grateful for being there. And if you're grateful for being there, you have to be the one to step out and do the things that are necessary to be successful. Not complain about the fact that Mike Flynn didn't do this right, or he, you know, this guy didn't do this right, or he didn't do this right, or he's not standing up. And it's so easy to attack everyone else. So easy. Plow the field. Plow the field. And stop thinking that this is going to be an easy fight. It was never going to be easy. But it is necessary. And you were born for such a time as this. So listen, God bless you. I want you to know that God is in everything that we're doing. We pray twice a day. It has made my prayers to God, my, my connection to God, so much more powerful. And it will make yours as well. And by the way, if we pray prayers that are, that are from the heart, they're authentic, the devil can't cut through it. God knows your heart. He knows, he knows when, you're being, when, when you're true and honest about what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, where your selflessness starts and where your selfishness, begin, or your selfishness ends. This is going to be, a, it's, it's, it's going to be difficult. But you've got to plow the field. Take away their gains. Stop the movement of those weeds and, and start bearing the fruit that land should have. All right. Hey, God bless you all. I'll see you tonight at 4 o'clock. We have a really exciting show tonight. Um, we're going we're gonna to do a tribute to the January 6th prisoners, and we're going to walk through the different January 6th prisoners, and we're going to bring in, I think we're going to get Coy Griffin on. By the way, they're persecuting him to no end, and he's such an amazing man. And we're going to pray with him. Go to my pillow. Get the my pillow stuff. Use CD code CD21. Be an ambassador of truth. Share this. Go give us a five star review. I got a lot of stuff I want you to do. Make the phone calls from yesterday, if you would. Make Dan Rubenstein just have no peace. No justice, no peace. All right. God bless you all. I'll see you tonight. If you want to watch Conservative Daily podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.